welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. We are on our hunt for hidden gems at the bottom of the Netflix stream. We are indeed. Have we found one? Who knows? In Let's... the past, yes. Yep. Tonight, <laughs> we'll let you know in the next hour. <laughs> How are you, Nick? Yeah, great. Bit warm in here again, isn't it? It's fine. It's fine. We're all right. Warm. Um, do you know why it's warm? Why? Because we're about to talk about a movie full of some hot movie stars. <laughs> we are indeed. It's an, quite, quite a starry cast, quite this, the cast, isn't it? This. So the movie Nick is referring to is a movie called Setup. It was released in 2011. It's one of the oldest films we've done in a while. It's a 15. It runs for one hour and 25 minutes and is currently rated a 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 4.4. Uh, the first thing that struck me about that was I don't feel like we get many movies in the fours. That's <laughs> true. We get threes or fives usually. <laughs> we, we do avoid just, the fours. It just feels like... It's an odd number. <laughs> it's not. It's two even numbers. 4.4. <laughs> an odd even number. An unusual you know what number. I mean. Um, should we talk about the title briefly? Why is it called Setup? Because uh, there's a setup. Okay. Why isn't it called The Setup? Don't know. It's not called Set Up. It's called Setup. Yeah. There's one word. It's weird. <laughs> Let's just find it. It's a very strange name. Uh, this film stars 50 Cent. Yeah. He plays a character called Sonny. He's like a mega star, isn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he d- hang on, this guy Still did the thing. He did the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did a couple of months ago. Yeah, he's a big deal. <laughs> Whether he was in 2011, probably was. I th- I feel like this is one of those movies where I think, oh, all these people are quite big stars, and then I think, oh, are they actually? Because <laughs> are they just stuck in 2011, which is now quite a long time ago, it's eleven years ago, <laughs> and actually. Ryan Felipe has probably not been a big movie star for 20 years. And so 11 years ago, he was already well down. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got a new, I've got a story in a minute okay. that I'll tell you that is remarkable, I think. Um, 50 Cent, you'll know if you've seen Get Rich or Die Trying, Power or Escape Plan. There is three or films. Or music. That, or any music. Not any music, but <laughs> some music. Um, this film also stars Bruce Willis. Sure. He plays a character called Biggs. He's the big mob boss. Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis. He needs no introduction from me and he will get none. Um, we still feel like we should apologise to the way we treated him the last time he was on this show in Breach. Anti-life. And, uh, yes, both are correct. Both correct. <laughs> uh, last season, uh, which we absolutely slated. It was a terrible movie. Uh, we weren't very nice to him. And then literally the next week, news broke about him not being a well man and yeah, not and having, having been well for a, a few years and actually retiring yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, but this as i say is 11 years old yeah this doesn't come into that category and well it's still a, not a great movie no. that bruce willis is in but he has spark yeah. in this movie doesn't he yeah he which does. is more than we can say for the last <laughs> time we saw him on this show he's um Currently number three in the Netflix charts, movie-wise as well, because Midnight at the Switchgrass was released onto Netflix, oh, okay. Okay. and for some reason it's charted. It's huh? doing really well. So people are just going for Bruce Willis movies by the looks of it. My mum and dad even watched it the weekend. My mum and dad watched it the weekend. Okay. Said it was shit. <laughs> but then I explained to them why Bruce Willis was shit in it, and then they felt bad as well. So okay. <laughs> spreading, <laughs> spreading the good news. Exactly. Um, also, this film stars, as we've just mentioned, Ryan Felipe. He plays a character called Vincent. Um, you'll know him from Crash or Cruel Intentions over in here. Okay. Those two biggest films. Do you remember a movie <laughs> which always reminds me of you because I lent you the videotape and you watched it with your parents and they had to turn it off, oh, which God. is The Way of the Gun. I don't remember Which that. is like 
Ryan Felipe and Benicio Del Toro and Juliette Lewis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the C-bomb is... There's a lot. Is in the first 10 minutes of this movie, is is uh, uttered about 50 times. Oh, wow. I, I don't think all I, about I, I don't think I warned you. Wow. <laughs> it's a really fun movie. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it since, but I believe you. Um, this film was written and directed by a guy called Mike Gunther. Okay. Um, Mike Gunther is not famous as a movie director. Okay. But he is incredibly famous as a stuntman and second unit director. Oh, nice. So he has 191 credits for stunts wow. on IMDb. But I want to just list you some of the films that he was credited as the second unit director. On. Okay. So I'm going to start at the bottom of his, um, his IMDb. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Big film. Big, big film. Transformers Age of Extinction. Okay. The Purge Anarchy. Um, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. Great film. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Hur- Turtles, Out of the Shadow. Star Trek Beyond. Transformers The Last Night. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Bumblebee. Bad Boys for Life. The Forever Purge. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Lost City and Ambulance. Wow. This year. A lot of Michael Bay. A lot of Michael Bay films. <laughs> yeah, and he's got 191 stunt credits. He came, when he came up on my MDB, he's like, you, you may know them from. And there's like a whole list of films wow. I've seen. He did the stunts for both Quiet Place films, Shang-Chi again. He's, he's a famous guy, but he's only directed four films. Okay. This one, and he did a trilogy of war films that came out within eight months of each other. <laughs> back to back to back. The highest of which is rated at 3.3 out of 10. Oh, so this is his best film? This is his best According film. According to IMDb. According to IMDb, this is his best film. Do you want to know the story of how this film got made? Yeah, I'd love to. I'm um, intrigued. So I've done a bit of research here. So the two producers on this film are called, well, their surnames are Emmett and Furler, right? They commissioned... They had this script that we've seen before us today, yeah. this film. They commissioned a writer to rewrite this script, which he did. Yeah. That script was re- was sent then to Bruce Willis and Ryan Felipe. Okay. They read that script, agreed to make the film by after reading that script, and appeared on set the first day and were handed this script. Okay. <laughs> Ryan Felipe lost his shit, refused to leave his trailer for two days. Wow. And has since never said a good word about this film. Okay. The reason they did it is to get those two on board. You can't do they, that, surely. They re- and because the, the rewritten script was never used, that writer was never paid. That's fucking, <laughs> that is out of order. <laughs> they were, they got into trouble with the Writers Guild of America for it, but nothing ever came of it. But yeah, they basically conned Bruce Willis and Ryan Felipe into making this film. That's bad. That's brilliant. That's a great story. It's a great That's story. Bad. That's so really bad. Ryan Felipe was, he's actually coincidentally in a film called The Lincoln Lawyer, yeah. which was what the Netflix yeah, show yeah. is based on. And when he was doing the press tour for that, he, he always mentioned a shit film he made with 50 Cent. Yeah. And that's this film that he was talking about. <laughs> he, he slags it off in every possible opportunity that he can. Good man. So I find I find that fascinating when that's I read br- that. That's that a like, great story. You've conned two of Hollywood's biggest stars into making a film, and then literally conned them into doing it. I can't believe Crazy. there's nothing in like the small print that says, "Hang on, this this <laughs> is you're giving me something that's a different thing to what I signed up mm. for." Apparently, it was a lot different as yeah. well. Yeah, he, he didn't leave his set, his trailer for two days. He refused to work wow. until he got made to work, and that's why he's so shit in it because <laughs> he just didn't care. I don't think fascinating that's brilliant yeah it really is before we start this isn't a good film let's just put it out there right now for <laughs> this this is uh i couldn't get over how bad it looked it, it looks awful yeah 
did some of the uh, some of the filters and the way it's shot. So I mean, my question was going to be, how did you get three quite big names into this movie? And well, that's the answer. You, you fucking lied to them. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's it it looks it looks fucking amateur. It does to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Really cheap. Really bad. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Yeah. Do you have a one-word review of it? Grey. Yeah. Why is it so grey? <laughs> it's like a, there's a fucking film over this film. <laughs> there is. It's so weird. That there's no blue sky. The sky's just grey all the way through. Everything it's just, it's just bleached. Everything's just, just bleached, bleached out. Grey. It's and it looks awful. You know when a film has like a flashback or a memory and they do their filters on it? Yeah. This whole to film looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's so ugly. It's an ugly film. Yeah. It just doesn't look pretty at all. Um, where does this film start, Nick? Uh, I put a quarry slash junkyard. Yep. And stuff's happening. <laughs> and then there's a voiceover. Yeah, it's 50 from, Cent. From Fiddy himself. Fiddy. <laughs> uh, and I've just put, he wanted to be a priest, but he isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, his voiceover says, he's standing in the, in the junkyard at the back of his car looking in the boot. Yeah, and he says, "When I was younger, I wanted to be a priest, um, but that's not who I was. I wanted to save people, but now who's going to save the world from me?" So fucking pretentious as well. Yeah, that's how that. That's it, right? For that bit. Then it comes up two weeks earlier. Yeah, and I've put from what? Yeah, <laughs> from <laughs> from fifty cent being in a doing a voiceover. Yeah, walking, getting out. He gets out his car, doesn't he? That's it. Yeah, that's it. I think that's the earliest question mark I've ever put. On my notes, it's three lines in. So it just blew my mind. I'm like, nothing's happened yet. It's bizarre. Um, so we stick with Fifty Cent two weeks earlier from the when he thought he wanted to be a priest, but now he doesn't. Um, my next line is, "Here's Ryan Felipe in a hat." <laughs> yeah, so I could tell this was already. I just knew as soon as I as soon as I was like two weeks earlier from what I was like, yeah, this one's gonna be garbage. Um, Sonny goes to pick up Vincent um, from his hat. From, from his hat. No, he's not from his house. From his hat. He's been visiting his dad in he prison. Has, yeah. Oh, and also, his dad's fucking James Remar, yeah. by the way. Yeah. He's also in this movie. Dexter's dad. <laughs> Probably the best thing about it as well. When he, every he came on screen, I was like, can we just have more of him, please? Um, yeah, he's been visiting him in prison, so Sonny goes to pick him up. And then he goes to pick up another dude whose name is Dave. Yeah. My favorite Dave is spoken about later in this movie. It's one of my favorite lines, yeah, possibly in any movie we've ever watched. <laughs> okay. Not to hype it up. We'll get to it. I don't know if he was called Dave because he looks a lot like Dave Franco. I think it might have been a joke, but um, yeah, he goes to pick him up from his. Uh, he's just moved into a new house. He's got a girlfriend. Um, he goes to pick him up. So the three of them. Are... They, just, they just do some man bants in the car. Yeah, don't we, they? we're establishing that these three guys are mates and they've been mates for a long time. Yeah. That's all we need to know so far. Back at the prison, James Remar is mopping. That's what I've written next. <laughs> moping or mopping? Mopping, both. <laughs> He's moping over his mop. Um, basically, James Remar's in prison. Vincent's his son. James Remar's mopping some floors in prison. Yeah. Beats up a black fella. And he's kind of protected, isn't he? Yeah, he seems... Well, this is what we're establishing yeah. in this scene, that this, there's, there's a... He's got a rep. Yeah, and he doesn't. He seems to be untouchable, and he beats up this dude with no... The, no the guy's like, you just fucking wait. If you ever get back to gem pop... Yeah. You're, you're, you're a dead man. You're a dead man. There's, he uses the N-word a lot of times in this scene, yeah. so if that triggers you, that might be a that might be an issue. And then we cut back to Dave Vincent Dave Vincent and Sonny. That now they're having man more man bants. On a roof. But they're on a roof. They're on a roof somewhere just drinking from a brown paper bag. Yeah. Um and 
they're just having some banter. We're again establishing that they've been friends for a long time. It's very important that we established this earlier. Yeah, they're they're bros. They've been bros since high school. Yeah, we just needed to establish this early because of what happens next. Uh, next day, they're all sitting in a van together. All of a sudden, they get out of this van and start randomly shooting people. They do a crime. They do a crime. So they they pull over a like a limo, like a posh yeah. car, um, like a town car, type town thing, car yeah. type thing. Pull out the driver. Pull out the guy in the back randomly just shoot the shit out of the area around them yeah for no reason uh the dude in the back of the car's got a briefcase handcuffed to him he has uh, they cut that off they steal the briefcase steal the briefcase don't kill the woman who's driving the car nope. do kill the guy with the briefcase uh vincent just shoots, shoots that briefcase wanker straight in the head <laughs> he does um the other two don't appreciate that there was no need for it, it they'd already got his briefcase oh, no, and he was it's really like it's really clumsily handled because you get like uh we see the briefcase guy going, ah, don't shoot me. And then yeah. keeps cutting back to Ryan Felipe starting to shake. Is he going to shoot him? Yeah. And then we cut to like Philly going, don't, don't shoot, shoot him. But they've all got masks on. Yeah. So we're cutting to the same mask all the time. Uh, and the guy, yeah. Um, shoots Vincent him shoots him in the head. He, goes, he threatens to shoot the lady driver as well, but they don't. And then they drive off and they get away with whatever's in this briefcase. Uh, cut to a car park. Um, yeah, they're waiting for their guy. They're waiting for the guy to come and pick up whatever they've stolen. Um, they open up the briefcase and there's a lot of diamonds in it. Yeah. Five million dollars worth of diamonds. There is. In a little pouch in this big briefcase. Yeah. Um, they're waiting for a dude. The dude turns up. Vincent says, hang back here, Sonny and Dave. I'm yeah. going to go and get this cut of cash. Yeah. Given the brief, puts the diamonds through the window. The man doesn't give him any money. Gives him a gun. He does. Which Vincent then uses to shoot his two best friends from school. Goddamn double cross. <laughs> he double crosses them. Shoots Dave dead. Shoots Dave dead. Thinks he shot Sonny dead. He doesn't really doesn't do a very check. good job. No. <laughs> doesn't check. One bullet in each of them. Accidentally, Dave Dave is dead. Sonny is not dead. Um, Sonny's voiceover comes on again. And he basically says, I'm not dead. I'm alive. Yeah. That's basically what his voiceover yeah. says. Uh, it goes to see his tattoo f- tattooist friend. <laughs> I said that. I've written that. I was like, he's gone to a tattooist. That's a bit random. <laughs> but it turns out tattooists have antiseptics and stuff so yeah. that's what he needs because he's been shot and pliers yeah there's a quite a gruesome scene where he's pulling the bullet out of Sonny's shoulder I didn't understand the logistics of this shooting because Philly has been shot in the shoulder yeah yet his tattooist mate goes it's good job you were wearing this cross this necklace because it saved you the bullets winged it <laughs> now I don't know how your anatomy is but if I'm you wearing do. a necklace it ain't near my shoulder no so are we saying the bullets hit the necklace above his heart and pinged off into his shoulder? I think that's what this movie is saying. Well, it's possible, I guess. It weren't that big a necklace. It weren't that big a bullet. Uh, you know, the absolute clumsy subtext here being that God has saved 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole God line in this. Um, so his mate sorts him out to get the bullet out, patches him up a bit. The other thing I didn't understand... Is that so? This tattoo guy, yeah, is like, I've Vince. He's been bragging around town, yeah, about what's what, gone down, what is, and I'm like, how much time has passed? Literally, Fiddy's just like limped straight here, hasn't he? Yeah, he's still how got the same clothes the on. He's already got his ear to the ground and know that. Unless was he talking about before it happened? He was bragging about what he was gonna do. Either way, either doesn't work or it was badly. It's clumsy put together it's definitely yeah. clumsy the tattooist even gives him a new t-shirt he's like right you need to wear this because yours is all ripped and he gives him a tip off of where vince might be hanging out as well yeah he does so it was all just 
jumbled. Clumsy. Really jumbled. And it then comes up on the screen one week later. Yeah. So we're now one week earlier than where we started, but also one week later than from where we got to after the first bit. Yeah. So it's all very confusing. And Sonny's in a church. Um, he's gone to find God and talk to God about what's happened. Um, he talks to a priest for a little bit. God bants. He says, I'm praying for my friend who's dead. And the priest's like, oh, shit, I didn't know you had a dead friend. He's, he's, his face just changes. It's really weird. Um, probably, that's when probably we, the that's, best actor in this. Yeah, <laughs> That's the first time we find out that Dave actually is dead because we didn't know that until yeah. this point. Um, and then the t- film changes its whole art style completely and a man comes on the screen and it does that thing where it pauses the action and gives you the man's name above yeah, the bottom. Yeah, there's a cap so it, like, it goes arty and yeah. like as in pop art and and this now when a significant character is introduced you get a caption and this one says the hitman Hitman. and it's kind of like smoking aces type thing yeah it's exactly what it is that has been no hint of that sort of art style or directorial style up until this now what 20 minutes into the movie and they only do it four or five times when new characters appear but they didn't do it at the start no they didn't do it at the start but, but they don't do it for any other reason either there's no other like directorial choice to make it that style of movie, yeah. and it, it's it just... doesn't fit with what we've no, seen. No, it doesn't. It's stupid. It's, it's oh, it's it's stupid. It made me angry. It's just like <laughs> anyway. We meet the hitman, not Bret Hart. The, this guy this one from this was film. fucking awful. Oh, he was so bad. <laughs> In a film of bad actors or bad pe- bad characters played by good actors, this is the worst of the worst. This like scrawny little weed of, of a man. <laughs> threatening 50 cent here yeah. like he says i've been handpicked to get that five million back yeah i want you've those diamonds back you've got a week to get me the diamonds back yeah it was <laughs> 50 so cent literally could have grabbed his head and squeezed him and he would have popped it's, it's <laughs> he's like i'm the dude they've sent to get the money back yeah oh <laughs> even i wouldn't have been scared for him and he's like it's only taken me two days to track you down well, he's not even been hiding he's been in a church yeah he says you've got a week. So we know what happens in a week. He's still alive and he's standing at the back of his car. So we'll see what happens. Um, then Sonny randomly lets himself into a club where there's a poker game going on. So I presume this is the tip, tip off, off from the, the tattoo. The tattoo is, but he's waited a week. Yeah. I mean, he did have to get better from the whole gunshot wound, I suppose. Yeah, so we'll, true. We'll forgive him that. So he lets himself in. He tells these people who are playing poker. They look like quite important mob people. Yeah, they were like gang, bo- gang mob, bosses, older mob bosses. Mob bosses. And this made me laugh unintentionally because uh, our friend Fiddy gave up really easily. <laughs> he, he comes into this poker game. He's like, where's where's Vince? He owes me. I'm looking for him. And they all just go, I don't know. And he goes, all right, fine. <laughs> he just, just goes, all right, fine. Uh, well, if you see him, tell him an old friend's looking for him. Yeah. It made me laugh because he came it in. Was, and... He didn't threaten them or anything. No. Like, no. One, he came in and one of the old guys goes, are you seriously going to rob us? Like, <laughs> as you know who we are. And then he's like, do you know where Vince is? They say no. He's like, okay, no problem. Now I'm good. <laughs> and then he goes, now I'm going to rob you. And then he robs one of them. Just the guy who he's sitting closest to. He takes some money off him. No reason to rob these guys, but yeah. he does. Um, it's very, very strange. Um then he goes to a cafe and he talks to this waitress. Yeah, chats up a waitress just to show that Fiddy Cent is also a ladies' man. Yeah. And I thought, oh, we're getting like 
he's going to get distracted now by this love that he's going to yeah. fall in love because that's always happens in yeah. these kind of movies. There's always, like, there's always a supply of a woman. She never comes back. No. Nope. Never see her again. No. Nope. She just was there to wish him a happy holidays because this is another Christmas oh, film. Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> we do, we've done another Christmas film accidentally. Um, and then, but when he leaves the cafe, he gets punched in the back of the head by the muscle. Yeah. Comes up on the screen. Some dude who's about as old as my dad. Uh, this is Ultimate Fighter, Randy Couture. Yeah. <laughs> mix, mix let's talk alive. about Randy Couture later I can't wait to talk about Randy Couture later uh, me neither <laughs> it was um, like I know I can't wait to get into that scene because it was like it was dropped in from a different movie it really was It re- his character cha- we'll get to it but his character changed completely so this is the muscle we meet Randy Couture that thing happens again where it's pop art on the screen yeah. Um, and then when he wakes up, Fiddy wakes up, he's in front of the mob boss that also comes upon the screen yeah. in pop art style. And that's Bruce Willis. It is. Bruce Willis finally shows up. This is Biggs. He's the mob boss. Um, and he says, you can't come to my town and start busting up poker games. Yeah. So basically. He's like, who are you looking for? Yeah. Who are you? And what, what are you do, looking for? What Why are you, you messing want? with my friends? Why are you messing with my friends? Why did you break up that poker game? Um, and... Suddenly tells him what's happened. Yeah, he tells him the truth. He's like, look, I've been screwed over by one of my oldest friends. He's stolen some diamonds from somebody. Um, I'm trying to find him. And uh, Big says, okay, I'll help you find him. But first, you need to kill some Russians for me. Yeah, he's like, I, I, I kind of <laughs> like you, young young whippersnapper. An eye for an eye and all We'll that. help you. Yeah. I need you to do something for me. Uh, some Russians stole some money for me. Yeah. Go and kill them. Yeah. Basically, they've stolen, somebody's stolen some money. We lost track of where that money was, but we now the Russians have We've now found it. Yeah, it's buried in a grave with somebody yeah. who stole it. Uh, they're about to get it back. You need to get it off them. So Vincent's like, "All right, no problem. I'll do that with you." And and Biggs is like, "Take the muscle with you." Yeah, Petey. Yeah, the muscle guy was called. So Sonny and Petey are now off on this buddy comedy cop movie. <laughs> well, there's there's a point where it suddenly turns into a comedy for about four minutes. Yeah. Uh, in a, in a, it's in not a quite second. there yet, but yeah. Petey's character was trying to be funny all the way through, and it was a bit yeah. silly. Um, so they they end up sitting in a van in a graveyard while some Russian guys dig up a grave. Yeah, and Petey says, oh, "Don't get out yet. Yeah. Let them do all the but, work. Yeah, they're going to we'll dig up this grave. We'll just get it when they've got it off them. Yeah, yeah. Which which is exactly what they do. So the Russians get this money out of the grave. Um, Petey's like, "Right, go and do your bit." So Again, bits. they put up little to no fight. <laughs> Sonny goes out, he basically bangs one around the back of the head and yeah. takes the money. He doesn't shoot either of them. Um, he just knocks them both out. Yeah. Uh, gets the briefcase of money, takes it back to PT, and they're all done. That was an easiest mission mm. in the history of movies. Um, PT's happy. Biggs will be happy too. He said, uh, PT says to him, now you've done that, Biggs... Is going to help you. No worries. Yep. You'll, you'll you'll be fine. He'll help you with your Vince problem. Yeah, you're, you're sorted. But uh, the man is true to his word. Now we've done our night's nice work. How do you feel about going and partying? Yeah. Do you know anyone? Do you know where we can score a bag? <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> and Sonny's like, yeah, of course I do. I'm into drugs. <laughs> Let's go and visit my mate. Yeah. And this whole film now, for the next five minutes, goes to the ridiculousness. It's ridiculous. What the fuck was this five minutes in this no, film? It's complete. It's not this film. Yeah. It's completely not this film. It's so bizarre. It was like, oh, let's, we've shown that Fiddy can do voiceovers, yeah. a bit of action, a bit of romance in that one scene. Yeah. Now th- look, we need to do five minutes for his show reel for that he can do a bit of comedy. Yeah. 
And let's also <laughs> let Randy Couture go completely goofy. Yeah. For no reason. This character is just going to change. Yeah. I can't believe what happened in this next scene. I really genuinely can't. So I thought I was having a stroke. I did. <laughs> I thought you were having a stroke too. <laughs> so they go to this guy's house who's the, the drugs guy. Yeah. He doesn't get a pop-up thing on the wall. No. It's not important enough. Um, he's got a shed load of guns in the room with him. He's like he's waiting for a war to break out. Yeah. And he's playing Call of Duty on the PlayStation when they turn up. And, and he's also got like bags and bags of weed. There's weed everywhere. Snake weed, it's called. Snake do weed. Do you know why it's called snake weed? I do, but I can't remember. Uh, because it's smuggled into the country in the bellies of a snake. Oh, yeah, because no customs guard is going to rip open a snake. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's true. <laughs> so, Petey's quite... Petey loves guns. Yes, he's just mucking around. He's just messing around with the guns whilst Sonny and this drug dealer guy, I don't know his name, go to do the deal. Making the transaction. Yep. He buys a big old bag of weed from him. And they can see Petey's like being Al Pacino. Yeah, he's (laughs) He's just just like like playing with the guns. Yeah. Because he's a gangster and that's kind of what gangsters do. Yeah. So they're having a chat. The the guy's getting annoyed that Petey's playing with all of his guns. Um, They're having a chat. He's getting annoyed again. They're having a chat again. Then suddenly there's a gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> and they both jump up, like, what the hell? Go into the room. Petey's only gone and shot himself in the head. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, my next note is, is this now Pulp Fiction? Yeah. <laughs> like, like when they, they play that guy's head off in the car. Yeah. I was like, where's this come from? He, he literally accidentally shoots himself in the head yeah. with a loaded gun. Again, tonally. Out of it's nowhere. It's just nothing to do with the previous... 40 minutes of no, they just They were done with him and they didn't just needed to get rid of him. It was so ridiculous. I laughed. Yeah, I'm me too. I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to laugh. Definitely not. But it was fucking so funny when they just walk in and he's got a hole in his yeah. head. <laughs> I can't believe that guy's just been pissing about with guns and shot himself in the head. It should be an anti-gun advert. Yeah. <laughs> Show that to kids because it's hilarious. Um, those two, obviously, though, they freak out a little bit. Sure. Because they've got a dead, massive guy on the floor now. Yeah. He's a big old guy, Randy Couture. Um, so, <laughs> this was great as well. Because Sonny goes to him, have you got anything we can wrap him up in? He's like, yeah, there's a big tarp here. Yeah. <laughs> he just pulls out this massive tarp just from right in the lounge. Just for these occasions. Yeah, just for when people accidentally shoot himself. So, they wrap him up in they wrap him up in a tarp, put him into his own trunk in his car. And <laughs> then this next bit's even more mental. I forgot about this bit. <laughs> yeah. So, they, Sonny's like, Sonny is a man who knows people. I know people. I can sort this. Yeah. The drug dealer's like, well, do it, but you never. I thought he was back. just going to return him to Biggs. Yeah, I did. Or like, just drop him go. somewhere. Yeah. Dump him off the edge of a bridge or something. Nah. He's like, the drug dealer's like, never come back to me again. You're not welcome anymore. Yeah. We're not mates anymore. So we go. Sonny drives off in Petey's car and he goes to see a guy and it comes up on the screen the butcher. Yeah. He goes to see the butcher. And this guy's insane. He's like a British surgeon. Do you remember that guy who used to do autopsies on TV? Yeah. The German guy. Yeah. Reminded me of him quite sure. a lot. Um, and how fucking fast does this guy chop Randy Couture up? So he butchers him. He chops him up and puts him in a mincer. Yeah. A live giant human-sized mincer. And then there's like a voiceover where Fiddy Sank goes, and that's why I don't eat burgers or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like there's human meat in burgers. He literally like, minces the guy. Yeah. They chop him up and put him for it. And you can see the mints coming out. It's mince meat. What the hell are we watching? <laughs> it blew my mind. 
I can't believe those two scenes are in this And film. once that scene's over... We're done. Nothing mm. like that happens again in this movie. No more comedy. No more anything good, but no more comedy. It's like someone's just chopped a different movie in for about 10 minutes. Yeah. It's ludicrous. I yeah. cannot say enough how ludicrous I it is. I mean, I, I say this a few... You know, I love that this sort of stuff, A, exists, B, makes it into a finished product, and C, then gets on Netflix. And... I mean, I know they conned him into it, but it, it, it attracts people as high caliber as Bruce Willis. <laughs> I know they conned him I into it. I can see it, why Ryan Philippe was fucking angry yeah, about this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's garbage. Yeah. It's, it's and you garbage. Can, you can tell, it really is. You can tell Felipe isn't interested. Yeah, no, not at all. He's not in it for most of it. No. We have, you notice we haven't seen him for ages, and we don't see him for ages. I'd say 50 Cent's just bad. Yeah. Bruce Willis is only in like two scenes. But he looks like he's enjoying himself. And he's he's got a bit of spark to him. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he's having a bit of fun. He's, he's been there for three or four days, yeah. hasn't he? And he's just like, let's just have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. I'll play a mob boss. That's fine. I've done it hundreds of times before. Randy Couture had some fun with some guns. Ryan Felipe is very hard done by in this film. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, well, I really like this bit. Again, on. unintentionally. Because so uh, 50 Cent, Sonny, he leaves the butcher and there's another voiceover, and he's, he says, I decided my next stop was to try and find the driver from yeah. the heist. And we immediately cut to him, found, <laughs> Finding found the driver, the driver <laughs> yeah. just in his car. So we're in like New York or some big city. Yeah, yeah. How easy is it to find a specific driver? He doesn't there's know. There's no thing of like how he's tracked her down. He doesn't know who she is, uh, where she know, came from. A, a, a montage looking for number plates no. or using another voice. It's, it's, oh, there she is. She's just over there. Yeah. Because he was sitting in a van whilst he was doing this voiceover yeah. and then she's just over the road. Uh, again, it just made me laugh. She gets the ridiculous. She gets the pop art treatment as well as it comes up the driver when yep. she comes on the screen. Um, and he just gets in the back of her car. And then he goes, drive driver and she drives for three seconds <laughs> she does. and then he's like stop the car drive pull over it's literally that she's even she's like already yeah it was crazy um and again similar to his questioning of the poker guys yeah suddenly <laughs> so goes where's vince yeah how do you know vince and she goes i don't know who he is i don't know where he is and he yeah. goes okay cool see you later <laughs> it's basically happens <laughs> She says she never met him. She got given five grand to drive that client on that day. Yeah, that's it. And he's he's like, and he's I've like, got no follow up questions. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being, thank you for your assistance. I will see you around. Um, and he gets out, but then he follows her. He does. Yeah. So he he's, he's he not he doesn't completely believe her. He gets out. He very indiscreetly follows her. Yes. Like parks like right behind her. <laughs> yeah. She gets she drives to this house. Um, she gets out of the house. There's a massive number in the garden yeah. of what number of house it was. But then he just parks right behind her and she gets out of her yeah. car and she doesn't spot him. She walks into the house. Um, then he waits. Some time passes. Some time passes. Night falls, he waits for it? her to leave. Yeah. And then he goes in. Yeah. I thought, cool, he's going to have a look around. Yeah. And then we, he gets in there and someone's there. I yeah. thought, cool, fight scene. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> this dude inside knows Vincent. I've, I've written a note here okay. before we get to this bit. I've written a note saying, is Bruce Willis not wondering where his man is and where his money is. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been like three days yeah. now since this all happened. Yeah. He must be wondering what's going on. But anyway, he goes in the house. There's a dude there. Uh, the dude in there does know Vincent. Um, this is Russell. Yeah. Russell works for the Diamond Exchange. He says, the driver's my girlfriend. Yeah. I set this up. I sorted the di- I sourced the diamonds. Yeah. 
yeah, I I told Vincent that you know we could do a heist here. Yeah, I'm 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 the man on the inside. Yeah. Sort of thing. I know Vince. I know where he is. He yeah. tells um, Sonny where he is, and Sonny's like, "Thank you very much for your information." And he fucks off again. No, this is my favourite line in this movie. Oh, okay, go for it. Uh, because, and it's Fifty Cent uh, who's, who speaks it, and it's so bad because uh, Russell's like, "Well, look, look, it's just diamonds. It doesn't matter. No one got hit." And Fiddy goes, "I got hit. I got shot." Yeah. And he says. It's just so unnatural, and there's such weird scripting. He says, "My longtime friend Dave Hall got clipped." <laughs> I remember thinking, "That's not how people speak." That is not how real people speak. <laughs> My longtime friend Dave Hall. <laughs> I, and I tell you what, it's definitely not language Fifty Cent uses. No. <laughs> oh my god, man. Sonny leaves. He's got information out of this guy and he leaves. Russell, however, goes straight to see Vince. Of course he does, yeah. So if Sonny had kept on with following people, he'd have found him straight away. But he didn't. Um, Russell blames Vince for fucking up. Yeah, so you you fucked up. up This This guy's still alive. He's in my house. He's come to to my house, Vince. That's what he says. So Vince just shoots him and kills him. Yeah. Russell's dead. And then Mia is there. Mia is the driver. This is her actual name. Um, and she is like, I can't believe you shot that guy. Yeah, I've been... I had to fuck that guy for months <laughs> to set this up. Yeah. Why did you? Yeah. Um, she's somehow related to Vince. Yes. We never find out how. No. But they're related in some I, way. I'm. Let's just say they're brother and sister. Can we say that when Sonny grew up with Vince? Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. Who the fuck is this girl? <laughs> <laughs> I assume they were lovers or something, but they said they were related. Yeah. So how they relate, we don't know. Maybe second cousins twice removed or something. Cut back to Bruce Willis. Remember him? He's still in this film. Um, he's just re- sitting, having his breakfast, reading the sports pages. He's doing the old man thing about like moaning about cell phones because yeah. he's like, oh, why papers? My favorite part of the day is to re- sit and read my paper and drink my coffee. Yeah. And it really grinds my gears <laughs> when I see youngsters hunched over their cell phones. Can't be a newspaper. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Um, and but and he says to the butler, I guess, whoever brought his breakfast in, have you seen Petey? Yeah, remember that, that guy? Where's that two million dollars that I was? Two million dollars, guys, out to fight. That was a few days ago now, and I've not seen Petey all this money. That's a bit or weird, that, isn't it? Or Sonny. Yeah. All that kid. Yeah, he says all that kid. And then the guy mm. goes, "Funny you should mention that because we." We've got one of the Russians downstairs. Yeah, we've, we've, we're not, I've not, I, I, I haven't told you yet. Yeah, I've forgotten about Pete. I, I was I waiting for you to bring it was, up. But yeah, also we've kidnapped a Russian dude. Oh, so weird. Um, Sonny then goes back to church. Literally nothing happens. He just moans at the priest again. Um, Vincent meets up with another mob boss. Because it's like, this is like the sixth mob boss we've met now. Yeah. In this film. Vince is after some protection. Yeah. This guy's called John. Yeah. The mob boss is called John. Um, he... He's not happy because he's found out that Biggs is involved. Yeah. And Biggs is a bigger mob boss than John is. Yeah. So he's like, I can't do anything to help you now. Yeah. Because that puts me in danger. And if Biggs asks where you are, I I'm will sell you, you out. out. Yeah. Because I'm scared of this Bruce Willis yeah. man. Um, so Vince is like, for fuck's sake, what's going on? You don't understand what's going on in my life. Um, 
Sonny watches a funeral from a distance. Oh, it's, this is his long-time friend Dave Hall. <laughs> this is a funeral for long-time friend Dave Hall. That's what it says on his gravestone. Did you know? <laughs> long-time friend Dave Hall. Um, he doesn't go to the funeral. He watches it from a distance. And then when all the mourners leave and his girlfriend's left there, he goes and speaks to her. It's just really bad writing because he's like, he gives her a hug and he says, don't worry, I'm going to make it better, which came across really creepy. <laughs> it did. I'm thinking, what are you going to do? Bring a dead, dead husband, husband back. back. But why didn't he just go to the funeral? Yeah, exactly. Because he would have been... It was fine to go to the funeral. Because he had to he had to melancholily watch it from afar. <laughs> yeah, and then talk to his girlfriend afterwards. <laughs> he does. He says, I will make it better. Um, then, in possibly the best scene in the film, he goes to visit Vince's dad. Yeah, I prison. forgot about this guy. <laughs> James Reamer. Yeah. He's still in it. He's still a thing. Um, so then he goes to visit him in prison. And he doesn't say anything to him. They just, they've got these phones. Yeah, it's the classic either side of the glass. Yeah. And he just says, is there anything you want me to tell your son before I kill him? Yeah. And James Remus face drops and he just attacks the glass. Spits at him. It's, it's good acting. It's, it's good angry best, acting. It's the best bit in this film yeah. because James Remus is a really good actor. Yeah. Um, he loses it. He gets carried away by the guards. And I thought, yeah, that's actually quite good. I enjoyed that scene. Um, Vincent is now doing the naughty with a girl in a room and Mia comes in, interrupts him. She's like, what? stop messing around. Stop messing We're around. In trouble We're here. in trouble here. She, t- she gets the girl. She like, she kicks the girl out, tells her to piss off, basically. And then she says to Vince, I'm really worried about Sonny. And, and Vince is like, don't worry about Sonny. He's a, what's he calling him? He's like, a, oh, he's a hothead. He'll come through the front door. We don't need to worry about him. Yeah, he ain't going to take us by Then she leaves. Why is my next line in my notes, Sonny goes down the shops? Because Sonny goes to the shop. Okay. <laughs> so, but it I made me laugh because it's like Mia walks into this bedroom, kicks this girl out, yeah. says to him, I'm really worried about Sonny, and then she leaves herself. Yeah. That girl could have stayed. Yeah. She hadn't even made it to the front door by the time Mia had left. Yeah, Sonny goes to a hardware shop to buy some supplies. Okay. He goes to get some indescript liquid and a spade. I think it That's was right, yeah. petrol or yeah. oil or weed killer or something flammable. Also, he's good with the kids because he, yeah, he helps the kids who kid. can't reach... Yeah, he gives, I don't know, some knife I or something. I think it was a saw blade after. or something. Yeah, this kid was after. He just gives it to him. Um, then the hitman shows up. I in, this, is quite a good, well. this is quite a good scene. Remember the hitman, the scrawny weird hitman? He sh- shows up at Mia's apartment. I mean, unfortunate for her that she has many glass furnishings. <laughs> I've literally written that. Throws her through a lot of glass is my next note. So he hits her through a picture frame. Yeah. Then he smashes her through a plate glass door. Yeah. Then he throws her through a glass coffee table. Yeah. But she's very much covered in glass at this point. And it's like they've got the same sound effects for all the glass. Yeah. Um, he wants his diamonds. Mir obviously doesn't have his diamonds. He's, she's no idea where they are. She's begging for her life. Yeah. And then the scene cuts away. Um, we don't know why he's. I don't think unless I've missed it. We do, we don't have a anything to connect why he's gone to her first no, or no idea. I don't no. even know how you would join Vince and her up. But then he found Sonny in two days, yeah. so it's taking him a bit longer to find Mir. Um, Vince and his henchmen turn up at Mia's apartment. Oh yeah, I put that Vince salad shames his mate. It does. Because his mate's like, I'm hungry, can we get a, some food after this? Yeah. And Vince goes, yeah, what do you want? He was like, salad. And Vince's like, you fucking pussy, what are yeah, you eating leaves for? <laughs> it's exact, that's almost the exact line and the exact delivery of how those, that goes. Um, they turn up at Mia's apartment and the door's mysteriously open. Yeah. And so we go into, we don't know if she's dead or not at this point, but then she's dead. We go in, Vince... Looks very sad for a few minutes where he looks at a dead body. Then he gets really angry and he kicks some more glass. He does, yeah. <laughs> some more glass gets broken. We still don't know how these two are related, but somehow they are. 
And that's why he's annoyed. Biggs, meanwhile, is still torturing Russians. I don't know. This might have been the best bit because I, I almost laughed or smirked. And I think that was the goal. Mm. Because Bruce Willis is having fun here yeah, with his henchmen yeah. torturing this this Russian guy. Yeah. And he plays it he just plays it really nice and off off the cuff because his guy's like, Oh, we're gonna kill this guy and Willis is like, oh, I don't fucking care. Yeah. We've drowned loads of people. Yeah. So basically at this point It's the spark you wanna see from Bruce Willis. Yeah. At this point, Biggs thinks that the Russians have somehow killed Petey, killed Sonny and yeah. taken his two million dollars. Yeah. Because he doesn't know any different. He, th- he thinks the job failed. The Russians yeah. are still alive. Yeah. Suddenly left him alive, but he thinks the job failed and he thinks that they've killed his men. So they've got him hung upside down by his ankles over a vat of water. Yeah. And they just keep dipping him in, trying to get information out of him. But while they're doing it, they're having just a normal chat about baseball or yeah. something. And then they leave the guy in there too long and accidentally drown him. And you're right, Bruce Willis looks like he was having a lot of fun yeah. in that scene. Um, so the, yeah, they killed the accidentally killed the Russian dude. Uh, the guy does say uh, the black, the, did he say the black guy's got the money? Something yeah, like something that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Vince then goes and... Vince is back. It's the first time we've seen him for a while. Um, he goes to meet a dude in a car park. It turns out he's bribing the prison governor yeah, to keep, keep his, his dad, dad in protected. Custody. But the price has gone up. Yeah. So this man who's just got $500 million, $5 million doesn't want to pay the $100,000 the prison want. He gets really annoyed and doesn't pay it. Yeah. He says, you've you got 24 hours or your dad's going back to Gen yeah, Pop. Yeah, Gen Pop. It's 100 grand from someone who's just yeah. stolen $5 million. Um, yeah, he gives him 24 hours and then he goes to visit his dad. Yeah. Vince goes to visit his dad. Um, and Vince turns into a little boy yeah. in front of his dad. He does. Tells his dad that Mia's dead. Yes. His dad does not react to that at all as if he doesn't even know who Mia is, although he does. Um, and <laughs> he turns into a little boy because he's like, Dad, I'm doing my best. Yeah. That's his actual line. And his dad's just slagging him off. He's like, you've always been useless. You're useless. You don't know what you're doing. You really are a little shit. Big men make big moves. Are you a big man? Okay. Is what he said. That's James Rumor's line to him. It's it's a really ridiculous scene because it makes Vincent look like a nobody. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the big bad in this film. Um, Sonny's, meanwhile, is at home drinking whiskey with a teddy bear. He is, yeah. He's counting <laughs> his dollar. Counting some money out. And he puts it, he cuts open the teddy bear and puts all the money inside the teddy bear. And then puts the teddy bear into a massive, great big box. Yeah, it's a huge box. <laughs> it is a huge box. Uh, he then walks in slow motion. Yep. Through a train station. He does, yeah. Um, uh, and he puts a, I presume, a bag with some more money yeah, in a locker. Some stuff yeah. in a locker in the train station. Uh, and then he goes to see Biggs, which Biggs is quite surprised to see him because Biggs thinks he's dead and yeah. he's not. Um, and he tells Biggs that Vincent killed Petey. Yeah. And took Biggs' money. And shot him. And shot him. Yeah. That's his cover story. It's a clever cover story because it covers up what has happened and it also gets Biggs angry at Vince. Um, and he, but he says he needs help and Vincent has an army around him. So yeah. So I need you to help me out. So they go for a drive. They have a conversation while they're in the back of the car about whether he believes in God or not. And he does. Um, and Biggs says, Biggs says to him, it'll be okay, don't worry. Yeah. Just like that. This is such a weird film. <laughs> um, randomly, they're in a limo. Oh, like yeah, a yeah. full-on stretch limousine. Yeah. And they drive into this garage. And Vincent's there with this Johnny dude. Who's presumably off screen. Has been... Has uh, said what he has done big, what he said he Yeah, Biggs has put the feelers out. Yeah. Who knows this guy? Someone get him for me. Yeah. And this is the, the 
exchange that's been set up. Yes. That's all happened off, off screen. screen. So yeah. Johnny said he would do that if Biggs asked him, and yeah. it looks like Biggs has asked yeah. him. Um, this scene does not go according to plan. How um, bad is the shootout as well? The worst shootout I've ever seen. Yeah. I'll put it out there. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a worse one. So it all goes a bit pear-shaped from the start. Biggs, one of Biggs's henchmen shoots one of the... No, one of Johnny's henchmen shoots one of Biggs's guys. Yeah. Then all the guns start going off. Um, everyone starts getting shot, including Biggs. Yeah. Biggs takes a shot and goes down. We don't see. No, I assume he, again, I assume he dies. Assume he gets killed. Because we it's never so get told bad, you gets... can't see any detail. No, no idea who's getting shot, who's shooting, or who's yeah. shooting who. But we do see Bruce Willis go down from a gunshot, and yeah. we never see him again in this film. So I'm assuming he got killed. The big mob boss never really gets an ending in this film. Yeah. Um, Vince in the kerfuffle legs it. Sonny sees him legging it and follows him. And we get a foot chase scene. And it's literally the, you know, the trope through the back of a washroom. Yeah. Through a shop. Through a clothes shop. Through a restaurant. Street. Through another glass window. Uh, through two restaurants. He went through another restaurant. And then he loses him when he runs in front of a bus near a Christmas tree. Because yeah. remember, Christmas film. Yeah, Vince escapes. <laughs> Uh, but does he escape? Because he gets back home. He goes home. He calls the prison. And he says, I'm coming with the money. Yeah. Don't move my dad into Gen Pop. I have the money. Whatever you do, I'll be there in an hour. Yeah. Then the hitman shows up. He does. A friendly local hitman. Uh, Vince is still seated behind his desk. Yep. They have a little chat. They have a little chat. He says, I presume you found your girlfriend. The hitman does to yeah. Vince. And Vince says, she wasn't my girlfriend. She, she is my family. So we still don't know how they're related. <laughs> I, I, I just put... Go on, sorry. No, go on, you carry on. I, I just put Vince, then Greedos. Yeah. The, 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 guy, the hitman's being the all... The hitman. The hitman's being all like, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. Where's my $5 million? Yeah. And Vincent's got a hidden gun under the table, shoots the guy in the leg. Yeah. Takes him down, shoots him in the head. That's the end of the hitman. Not a very good hitman. No. Didn't kill a single person. Well, he killed Mia. Yeah. But off screen. He beat her up on screen, killed her off screen. Then Vince steps outside. Yep. And he is pistol whipped. Yep. Somebody knocks him out from behind now. And then we find out that it's Sonny. And we're back to where Where this movie started. started. In the junkyard. In the junkyard. Sonny was, remember at the beginning of the film, he was looking into the boot of his car. Yeah. He has Vince in the boot of his car. Um, He got a, pillowcase or something over his head yes he pours liquid all over him some sort of oil yeah didn't say what it was no. it was some sort of flammable liquid um gives him a spade he pours it all over this pillowcase and then pulls the pillowcase yeah. off him uh, gives him a spade and says start digging and um, they argue a bit vince has got no chill no because he 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 still thinks he's in the right yeah yeah he's like everything and i've ever done is for you two for Eve, Sonny and dave yeah he even disses he disses long time friend dave, dave hall, hall. <laughs> Um, that was the last straw for Sonny. Because Sonny was kind of agreeing with Vince. He's like, yeah, you did do everything for me. Yeah. You, you made me the man I am. But then you screwed but then us you, over. But then you screwed us over. And then he, when he disses Dave Hall, yeah. he shoots him in the leg. Vince then says, I had no choice. They were going to kill my dad. So Vince, Sonny's like, I quite like your dad. Yeah. Um, He's like, we could have worked it out. We're bros. We could have done something. Yeah. And Sonny then leaves. He doesn't kill Vince. Yeah. He doesn't set him on fire, although he's covered him in liquid, and he doesn't make him dig his own grave, although he's given him a spade. He just says, we're not the same, you're fucking pathetic. Yeah. And then he drives off, which and just leaves Vince standing there in this car park. 
Um, on one leg. On one leg. And that is the last time we see Vince in this film. Um, we then cut to the prison. Vince didn't get there with the money. So James Remar, Vince's dad, has been put into Gen Pop. He don't last long. He don't last long. It was a good shanking, actually. There was a good shanking. There was a good shanking. He got, what, 20 shanks? Yeah. He got murdered pretty much as soon as he got put into Gen Pop by this dude. I think it was the same dude from earlier. I think so, yeah. He just shanked him a lot. Um, and then Dave's missus... Yeah, Mrs. Dave Hall gets the teddy bear. <laughs> she receives the teddy bear. She looks... There's a note attached to the teddy bear that just says, look inside, love Dave. Yep. It's <laughs> a teddy bear there. from beyond the grave. <laughs> Sonny goes to the train station, gets the bag out of his locker. And then the voiceover comes back on. Fuck me, this line. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he says, an eye for an eye leaves everyone blind. Which means, this is a revenge film, and then at the end, you can't use that line in a revenge film. Um, and then he says, I can live with the fact that Vincent is alive. Can he? Yeah. And then the film ends. And I'm like, yeah, he probably can. He was literally he's fine. Alive. He's been alive. He was alive. He was fine before that hitman showed up. He's probably all right. I mean, he's also probably going to come after you. Yeah. <laughs> he's still got the money. fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got the five million. Oh. Who ended up with the two million? That was the money that Fiddy had. Okay, so he ended up with that. So he ended up with Biggs's two million from the Russians. But Vince ended up with the five million, didn't he? The diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Nobody well, ever took that off Vince. Well, he gave he he his guy. Yeah, the, that crime went through, didn't it? Yeah. Whether he had the diamonds or the money, he the crime he went ended to up, plan, and Vince was the only one who of the three up, of them who prof- profited from and it. So he ends up in this film better off than anybody, and alive at the end. And alive at the end. Yeah. Or, although he's not that dad. But he's not got a dad, that is true. Or a family. Or any friends. Because his or, or, maybe sister's dead as well. He's, yeah, his Mia's dead. But he's got five million. Quite a new family with that. Uh, that film ends there. What did you think? It's shit. It's so <laughs> shit. It's, it's fucking awful, is what it is. It's It looks terrible. It's so badly written. 50 Cent's awful. Uh... Ryan Philippe, Ryan Philippe is, is really bad, but he's phoning it in. Yeah. And I can kind of forgive the guy. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the action's terrible. Uh, th- for 10 minutes, it becomes a weird comedy <laughs> that's not funny. That's just 10 minutes from a totally different style of film from a different director. Yeah. I don't understand how that happens. No, not me. Um, but I've really enjoyed talking about it. Same. But it's, it's it's shambolic. It's one of those films that is so bad that it's fun to laugh at it. Yeah. Because it's that bad. You could not predict the the lurching in tone and style within when, this, what, an hour and 24 hour minute and 24 movie. Minutes. When Randy Couture shoots himself in the head. Yeah. You're like, what on earth is happening here? Yeah. And it all ends up, nothing gets resolved at the end. Other than that Dave actually managed to get some money. Yeah, because Sonny is a, you know, a venerable and forgiving man. Yeah. But Vincent's with the most money out of all of them. It's, it's so bizarre. It's so bad. It's really bad. But it's a lot of fun just to laugh at it. It's one of those films that we'd do on a watch along and have a great time. Yeah. It's just... But as a film, it's... As a film, it's... It's, abs- it's shambolic. It is. It's awful. Vince... <laughs> I was going to say Vince McMahon then. <laughs> Bruce Willis looks like he's enjoying himself. But that's, what, three days of filming for him at the most, yeah. I would think? Yeah. But, oh, my God, it's awful. It was a struggle to get through it, and it's an hour and 24 minutes long. 
It's shorter than an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. That's it, yeah. <laughs> that is the new the new uh, unit of measurement. When We can't use that for long because on July the 1st, everything's shorter than an episode of Game of, of Stranger Things. Yeah, I've got nothing good to say about this. No, it, I mean... It's fun to talk about it. And fun to the, laugh the, about there's it. literally a, a, a couple of... Like, the, the Shang King's good. It's two seconds of an <laughs> hour and 24 minute movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, when he just pulled that tarp out as if he just yeah. kept them in his lounge. It's woeful. Yes, it is. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. I don't, I don't understand. Well, yeah, I, we've, we've covered it in the, in the setup of the, the story. I don't understand how it gets made. I don't, I don't understand how, why does it look like it does? We haven't really what? mentioned the fact that that grey filter's on all the way through. Yeah. It's almost like it's in black and white in some parts. Everything's bleached out. It looks terrible, honestly. It's, it's an ugly film. Yeah. It is an ugly film. It doesn't look good. That being said, what's the best thing about it? I sp- it's probably just the bits that Bruce Willis are in. Because he does light it up a bit. He does. Um, James Which Rinaldo's. is really nice to see. I'm not just saying that because of what, I, what the last yeah, time yeah. we were in the movie. Uh, you know, this is now an 11-year-old movie. So he was clearly in a bit of a better place. Yeah. Um, he looked like he was enjoying making films. And he hasn't looked like that since this, probably. Um, James, yeah. Dan, James Remar. You was, said the scene where, where James Remar uh, sort of leaps at 50 Cent. That yeah. is probably the best When he says to him, scene. have you got any last words for your son before I kill him? And it, his face drops and yeah. he just jumps and it's brilliant. But yeah, those two are the best thing about it. Yeah. And they're in it for probably less than 10 minutes together. Oh, easily. <laughs> easily. I would say. Yeah. What would you, cha- what would you change about it? I, 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 I want to. See, I would. I would like to see the other script. <laughs> <Just> please. Same. <laughs> same. Let's just make that one instead. Because you know, right? Okay, Ryan Felipe's star has fallen, but in 2011, hmm. should we see what he made before and after this? Yeah, he's he's not making. Well, if he said himself that I was con, this was a shit movie. I want to see what like other movie, the other version of this movie is. I've uh, got the quote. I also it. wonder when, at what point in that process, did Fifty Cent come on board? Yeah, was because it, it doesn't mention that he was part of this scheme. So, uh, you know, was that later on? Once so the IMDb trivia about that interview that he did says Ryan Dis- Ryan Felipe was disappointed with this film's final product. In discussing his career during promotion for the Lincoln Lawyer, he was quoted as saying, "I did this piece of shit movie with Fifty Cent. It was just a situation I didn't want to be in. I was sold a bill of goods, and it turned out to be something different, which is often the case in this business." Mm, that was his quote. Let's see what he made before and after it, shall we? See what sort of star he was at. Has he done anything recently? Is he still a thing? I genuinely I couldn't tell you. He's in a TV show currently called "I Love That for You," where he plays Ryan Felipe. Okay. Remember this film? Two thousand. He's in Wish Upon. We've not mentioned that. Was he? Yeah, he was. I can't remember. He's that the at second all. T- second time on his show. Two thousand eleven. This was. So it was the same year as the Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, okay. Fine. And just after this, he made a film called "Revenge for Jolly," which is four point six. But then he made a TV show called "Damages." Which he's in quite a lot of episodes of, and that's quite highly rated. So that's he was, I think that's Glenn Close, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is indeed. Highly regarded. And Ted Danson. Yeah. So yeah, he was in a decent place in his career at that point. Yeah. The Lincoln Noise, a massive film, well, it was at that point. Yeah. So he just got conned into making this film, and you could tell he was, he literally dialed it in all the way through it, yeah. and it is that bad. That's so fascinating. It it's is a isn't great it? story. Great story. Um, stream table. Want me to run through what we've got so far? Yeah. So currently there's seven films in the stream table. At number seven is Eight Remains. That's confusing. 
Uh, six <laughs> is Target. Five is Comes a Bright Day. Four is The Land of Steady Habits. Three is The Parts You Lose. Currently number two is All at Sea. And currently number one at the top of the stream is Summit of the Gods. Where does this film go? Uh, this is uh, rock bottom for me. Worse than Eight Remains? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Wow, okay. I think over looking at it overall, Eight Remains is an absolute mess. But I, I think what we said in the episode, there is a crumb of a kernel of a decent idea there somewhere. Yeah, but it's not realised. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I think I enjoyed this a little bit more than Eight Remains. Okay. Just a tiny... This was fun to laugh at. Whereas yeah, you can't admittedly. do that. Eight Remains is dull and boring. Uh, and not very accessible. No. I, but, but this is... I, 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 I completely agree with what you're saying, but that's the reason I'm putting it on. Because <laughs> I think it's it's worse, but it was more fun to watch. I think as a general film, more people would watch this. Yes, they would. And get something out of it than they would out of Eight Remains. But I understand how Eight Remains exists, because <laughs> it's a low-budget, independent you, you know how this German movie. It was conned out of people. Yes, it was, <laughs> but it's but it's, that still doesn't explain the choices no. within this. No, that are made in terms of style and writing, and it's definitely worse than Target. So it is between those two. But yeah, I, I think this is slightly better because it's more of a mainstream film. It doesn't make better. No, it doesn't make it better, <laughs> but it makes it more relatable, which made it a little. It, there's something there that I've enjoyed about this film. It's a hate. It's a good hate watch. It's a, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the worst okay. film we've seen. That's where I am with it. Okay, well, I'm not. I don't care enough to argue it with you. Okay. I, I I would have liked the symmetry of eight remains being eighth in the table. <laughs> hey, it still might happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm no. I have no issue with it being bottom. Let's put it bottom. It's close though between those two. The, though I I I they were both pretty torrid to watch. Hard to watch film. Yeah. That being said, would you like us to pick next week's film? I sure would. Shall we remove Robin from his box? Yes. And why he's in a box? Bless him. Yes. Let her out. Let, let. <laughs> what do you want? What would you like Robin to pick for you this week? Do you know what? I think I want a good drama. A good drama. Yeah, I want. I want something. Something that will get our teeth into a bit. Yeah, something we can enjoy. Yeah, right. just just something that I can come away and go. Fucking X person was really good in that. Yeah. It may have been a terrible film, but he was great. Yeah. Okay. I want a horror film. I'm, I've said it for a few weeks now. Yeah, sweet. I've had one for a while. Ready? Yeah. It has picked a film called Pentagram. Now, if that is not a horror film, I don't know what the name of a horror film is. <laughs> that sounds like a horror film to me. A hundred percent. It must be. Um, Pentagram is described on IMDb as a horror. That's it. There's literally one <laughs> genre on the list. <laughs> okay. This is a horror film. It's also a country of origin is the United Kingdom. It's a British horror film. Nice. Mm. Do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. It says, while sheltering in a remote, empty house, four thieves become trapped in a pentagram. If they leave, they risk the wrath of a gruesome demonic entity. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm on board. That sounds fun. Um, I mean, it might be awful, but it sounds... You say it might be awful. Do you want to know what its IMDb rating is? Oh, of course, yeah. 2.6. Ouchie. Ouchie. Okay. Yeah, it's not... Uh, I think it's going to be awful, Nick. <laughs> the first review on IMDb says, one of the worst out there. It's from 2019 and it only runs for an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. It's a short one. So, yeah. 
Go out and watch Pentagram. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast is the username. If you want to drop us an email, you can do that. Our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. You will find all six stream tables and every loads of other cool stuff. And you might even find some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Egg spoon. What's an egg spoon? <laughs> spoon for your eggs. <laughs> and they're just teaspoons. Depends how big your egg is. <laughs> okay. I'm not even sure that's a real thing. Oh, you're framing now. Um, after you've done all that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. You will get a newsletter that Nick writes every You'll month. You'll have it by the time this you hear this episode. Oh, okay. Cool. If you're a Patreon. If you're a Patreon or want to become one, there's a tease for you. And if you come in at the top level, you can have a wild card, which means you can pick the film that we watch next week and we'll give Robin the week off. Um, after you've done all that, head over to Discord discord is where we chat to people we make friends we do all sorts of cool stuff we play games we do watch alongs we have a great time and it's a really good little community so come and join us in discord the discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes if you can spare a few minutes please leave us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts that could be podbean podchaser apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio. we're all over all that shit <laughs> we are come and find us come and find us wherever you can and uh yeah join join the group yeah we have a fun time growing a really good little community yeah we are you'll Sorry. make some good friends and, and you can get, get join us in our next watch along terrible some, movies we have some good times there's some good ones as well <laughs> after you've done all that now i've done that bit <laughs> i've forgotten what i say at this point go out and watch whatever that film was called pentagram and then we'll come back on monday for the wave and next thursday to talk about it with you cheers bye